hunting I set the pace when I'm running I always take what I want and I always give it 100 Don't need a bank, no I'm funded Play the game like it's nothing I'm always thankful for something Don't take for granted, stay humble Now wake up! It's time to look at the enemy Look in the mirror if he is no friend to me It's not working now, maybe it's the chemistry It's time to break up so I can make a better me Better believe in your mind cause it's everything You can mold shape, find almost anything All it takes is some time and some clarity to find your identity It's mind over everything Welcome, welcome, welcome To the second installment of The Bobby Kudo Show the sequel. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Happy Tuesday. So glad you're here. I saw Joe in there. Joe's in the house. Justin's in the house. Welcome, Justin. Saw Justin yesterday. Hey, Justin, got to get you back in the studio, buddy. Organization standing together. Go over, go to Facebook right now. Stop what you're doing. Drop it. Drop it. Like if you're social media right now, whatever you're doing, stop it. Go to Facebook. You know you have a Facebook account. You know, the secret Facebook account you don't tell anybody about. Go there and go look up organization standing together benefits page. Go donate. Go give something. Go support the community. It's a group of people doing amazing things for some amazing people. Thank you so very much for being here this morning. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, so nice to be here again. I, I just, you know, I feel the momentum. You know, for me, uh, day number five. 75 hard here we are check it out yeah this thing's for real man and uh, every day just keep feeling better and better feeling the motivation feeling the energy and uh if this is what the future is going to look like for me man i'm i'm okay with that i'm really okay with that uh given the consideration of the things that are happening around us and uh both on an economic level and of course in a social level with um yeah, obviously the the tragedies that have taken place uh, recently, it's it's tough to, you know. Usually, normally, uh, these things would would like bring you down. You know what I mean? And it, it, really, I find myself shifting my mindset and really, um, rather than looking at these situations, saying, "Oh, what a tragedy!" What a, I, I'm actually saying to myself, "Gee, well, okay, that's a tragedy. What can we do to make it better? How can we fix that? Right? How do we fix that?" And that was we talked a little bit about that yesterday. And that was about really, how do we fix this this ongoing problem with just the simplest things? Because I honestly believe that we're allowing people uh, who don't have our best interest in mind to um, kind of direct us where we're going and what we're doing. And uh, to be quite honest with you, it's it's become more obvious. Even now they're talking monkeypox. They're talking, hey, listen, wear, <laughs> wear a mask because, uh, oh, wait, 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 let me, let me get that right. Uh, if you are... Um, if you're a homosexual, that's that's exactly what the what the article said. You are at higher risk of contracting monkeypox. So, um, you know, there you go. There you have it. So they want you to wear a mask, and somehow that's gonna help people. You know, personally, between you and I, I really feel like that's just kind of that gauge of control. They keep doing this. They keep bringing it up to see. All right, how many people are actually gonna wear a mask? How many people are actually gonna put this thing on their face? You know what I mean? And the idea that they would isolate. Um, a certain group of people, again, just going back to that whole, what we talked about yesterday, and that's segregating all of us 
in getting us to do things that we wouldn't normally do just, you know, in an honor of some crazy, ridiculous idea that, um, I don't know, you're going to get something or catch something. I, I just, uh, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome. Uh, today is Tuesday, and uh, like I mentioned earlier, today is day five of 75 Hard for me. I will tell you that I have, con- like, literally just in these five days, and I'm looking forward to the next, it's just I literally am getting up in the morning, and I am so clear-headed. I, I could not, <laughs> like, I listen, I'm looking at you, and I'm telling you, it is unbelievable, the feeling, and you don't know it until you actually do it. You know, it's the, the last time I ever felt anything like this at all in my life really was when uh, I quit smoking. When I quit smoking, I, qu- I, I was smoking for many, many years. Uh, of course, it was the thing to do. You know what I mean? Like we were all, everybody was smoking. You know what I mean? Remember you used to flip one cigarette? Remember you used to open a fresh pack and you'd flip one over and make a wish? Remember that? <laughs> Old school. Anyway, I remember quitting. Uh, I remember the day that I quit. I remember the reason why I quit. I remember I was picking up AJ, my son. And I picked him up and he was little. He was probably maybe one, maybe yeah, maybe two, maybe two. And when I picked him up and I had him in my arms and I feel his pressure on my chest, I could actually feel like my lungs like sore, like my lungs felt sore. And, I, and I'm like, wow, gee, like that's, that's not normal. That, that really shouldn't be that way. And I remember leaving that morning and saying to myself, gee, imagine... Imagine leaving your family, right? Imagine and never coming back. And that was really, that that was the realization that I had. And I realized that, you know what? Smoking was not the right thing for me. And I knew what, without without question, without question, any anyone who smokes, no, listen, no judgment. You do you. Um, but anyone who smokes realizes how, how, how difficult that is. But, but they also understand the consequences. You know what I mean? Like there are long-term, short-term, uh, severe consequences to, to smoking and so but somehow we we still continue to do that and, and i'm using that as, as the example of just your day-to-day life and the things that you do in your life uh are you smoking you know what i mean is your life like smoking cigarettes are you doing things to yourself that that isn't healthy every day because in the name of whether it be habit addiction um or some crazy idea that you have to put yourself in harm's way to please others so I mean, if, if there's a suggestion, it's quit smoking. I mean, really, honestly. And and, and I remember uh, when I did when I did quit, it, it, it didn't take long. I mean, within, I remember like probably within a week, I could already start to taste my food better. I felt like I was getting up in the morning. I wasn't as cloudy. I wasn't as foggy. Uh, so that that was a long time ago, but I it was real to me. And I still, I still recall how how good that felt so this is this is very much like that this is literally very much like that but i think this is on a on a complete level you know what i mean it's just not focusing on one particular aspect of my life it really is um focusing on the complete package here Uh, and that's what i'm working on you know if you guys want listen i'll put it in the show notes Uh, i posted yesterday's episode i hadn't really have time to do the show notes i got a lot going on but in the show notes I'll, i'll put in the the um the link for 75 hard, live hard, uh, indieforsolid.com. And you guys can go check it out. Or just again, go check it. Episode 208 of the Andy Frisella Real as uh, AF podcast. And that's really going to explain to you. I'm telling you, once you hear it, I, will, I, I won't, I won't uh, oust anybody, but there are two people uh, in my life right now that I shared this information with. And when they heard it, like when they actually went and listened to the, I mean, at first, again, 
when you tell anybody, <laughs> when you tell anyone that, hey, listen, I'm not going to drink alcohol for 75 days. The, that's usually the breaker. So I usually save that for last. You know, I go through all the other steps, which are real, real easy. You, you would think like these simple things, but you don't realize the, 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 the mental um, positive effect it has on you because the, these, these small pieces actually force you to, do, to, to work around them. So you have to, you automatically find yourself becoming more organized. You find yourself realizing that this is important to me, so I need to commit to these these certain aspects of this this program. Uh, and so, I mean, really, and I and I and I want to reiterate this: this is a mental challenge. It's not a it's not a workout, you know, tip thing. It's not somebody telling you, "Hey, you're the greatest thing since sliced bread." This is a mental challenge, and you are the keeper. Like nobody's watching. <laughs> I am my keeper. You know, it's. It, I will tell you that I'm very grateful that I have a couple of people kind of on board with me um, and that they're also going through this process because it's really nice to have somebody to, to to bounce these things off of. And of course, it's challenging. You know what I mean? Like I got up this morning, first thing this morning, I got up, um, I did my my, my progress selfie. Uh, then I got my things together and I went and did my 45-minute workout first thing in the morning, six o'clock in the morning. There I was. I was out there doing uh, my first workout. And then of course, if you guys haven't noticed, you <laughs> check this baby out. This, this is a full gallon. My daughter, Megan, who is absolutely the most amazing human being on the planet, got this for me. It showed up from Amazon and there it is. Check that out. Can you see that? Look at that. How cool is that? And it's listed. It's a full gallon. It's a jug and it starts with 7 a.m. It says, good morning, uh, 9 a.m. Hydrate. 11 a.m., remember your goal. 1 p.m., keep chugging. 3 p.m., feeling awesome. 5 p.m., don't give up. 7 p.m., almost finished. And of course, 9 p.m., you did it. I haven't gone to 9 p.m. yet. Usually by my second workout, I'm done. I'm done with the water. And I will tell you, there is no more greater gratification than taking that last sip of a gallon of water that you've um, literally carried with you all day long. So, you know, listen, I don't know where you are in your life. I don't know. You could be perfectly satisfied and happy. But I'm telling you, if you want to take yourself to the next level, and again, when I say the next level, I mean on a psychological level, really training your brain to realize that um, you're a priority and your success is solely based on your performance. And all of that comes from the mind. You know, you can you can go to the gym, right? Go to the gym all you want. You can work out. Listen, I got friends and family that that are just, I mean, they are fit. They look amazing. Their bodies, but what do their, what do their minds look like? Right? You, we don't know that. Like I've never gone to the gym and said, hey man, yeah, let's, Let's go do some reps. Let's go do some butterflies. Let's go do that, right? And okay, well, let's go, let's go get, let's go, let's go work on our minds, right? Does that conversation ever happen? No, it, it never does. So this challenge really just kind of separates you from that. So even if you go to the gym, you hang out with your friends, this is something that you can completely do on your own. And I will tell you that uh, I am looking forward to these next days. Like I, every day I become more and more committed. Good morning, Darren Francisco. So nice to see you, my friend. I am so committed to this. And as every day goes on, I become more committed. I become more determined, um, become more clear-minded. And I think like in all circumstances of my life, like this, 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 you know what? Let me, let me just say this. I didn't, I didn't do this lightly. Like this wasn't something that I just got up one morning and said, Hey, yeah, I'm going to do this. Like, this is something that I've been, I've been considering for well over six months, you know, I, I back when we were doing the Disgruntled American podcast, we talked about it. I mentioned it to the to the guys, and 
Um, and you, <laughs> and again, usually the funny thing is, is like, hey, the, the alcohol, that's a, that's a tough one. Um, but not that those guys are big drinkers anyway, but I just, again, I, I mentioned it that long ago because it's something that I was considering then. I knew that, you know, physically, I'm good. You know, I, I knew that like, you know, mentally was really where I needed to, to just kind of hone in and just remove the fat. You know what I mean? It's like, I almost feel like all that water that I drink just cleanses me and um, really gets me in that clear mindset. So if you have a chance, listen, I don't want to beat this dead horse, but I just want to tell you, I, like, again, I'd like to, if we could, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to give you my progress. You know what I mean? As, as we go through this process and how I'm feeling, because I am telling you right now that I hope that I can inspire if even one of you to, um, to agree to go ahead and, and, and give this, this 75 hard challenge a, a chance, go check it out. Do your own research. Go see it. It's not for everybody. Uh, but I will tell you a couple of things. One, it's free. There's no money. There's no charge for it. And two, the objective of this um, on, a, on a global level is really just making, making, making men better, making women better, making humans better, right? Just really the people that really want to focus in and, and again like i said your your life is your life and if you're happy you're happy but you know for that for that for those people that want to go to the next level for those people that want to take themselves to the next level this is really that way of um segueing yourself into that and it's really this is just the beginning the 75 days the 75 hard program is just the beginning there's three other phases that go along with this that um that are pretty interesting so uh, right now i'm just focused on focusing on the, on the 75 days I think as I get closer to that to that deadline, I, I want to consider phase one. Um, but that really is that's taking it to another level. That's um, you're adding a couple of other components to the to the program, and really I have to need to see uh, where I am in my my life, like what the what the space around me looks like, what my orbit looks like, and to see if that's that's something that I'm going to consider. But I'll tell you right now, I have not been more committed to anything. Uh, in a long time than than I am to this program and to the betterment of me and my life. So welcome everybody, welcome to the show. So glad that you're here. Um, listen, I just wanted to. I know it's kind of long in. I just wanted to take a minute and uh, say uh, thank you to everybody once again. Like just yesterday was a real tough day for me. Uh, really coming back and uh, getting back in the saddle and doing this. Uh, so I uh, appreciate all the the comments and the, the phone calls and. And a lot of a lot of people reached out and said, "Hey, it was really great to see you on again," and uh, it means a lot to me. So I'm I'm so glad that you guys are receptive and you're back. And it's funny because I went into the I went into my podcast stats. I haven't looked at those in a while, and uh, you guys never left. <laughs> you know, you you guys never you never left. Everybody's been listening, and um, everybody's been kind of recycling the the uh, the podcasts. And uh, I, I think it's I think it's amazing. You know, I mean, that the people are going back and listening and. Um, appreciating the the message so uh thank you to all of you uh, listen i'm gonna i'm gonna be doing some merchandise um giveaways so i'm actually i've got a big order in i'm doing some t-shirts some hats some really cool stuff and i also want to get some more merchandise because i really want to help support um organ the organization uh standing together and i wanted i wanted to maybe maybe give away or um raffle off some t-shirts and some some gear uh, for the bobby kudo show and of course all those proceeds would go to the uh, organization standing together benefits page uh, that's uh, again an, an amazing organization with amazing people they are shaping the lives of our future these children um, who might not have a voice now have a voice I mean you have to go check this out just give yourself a minute go check it out um, and see Justin and Corinne and the amazing work that they do Brian Vienna uh, these are just amazing people 
And um, I, I kind of, I, I, I missed a couple of events, obvious for obvious reasons. I was kind of, you know, stuck in my own, my own uh, mud, let's say. And uh, I missed a couple of events, but there are a couple uh, new events that are coming up that I am really looking forward to, and I really want to participate in. And I will keep you all updated on that. And I'll share that information with you. I know there's a Days of Portugal event that's coming up soon. I'd love to go to that. Um, and really more spending more time in the city, going into the city, Fall River, New Bedford, and spending more time with the fans of the show uh, and friends and really contributing my time and helping uh, others. That's really where I want to focus my time. You know, I obviously career-wise and uh, financially, that's all very, very important. But I actually said to myself, you know, what are you going to do with your spare time? Are you going to sit on the front porch and just, you know, watch the day go by? Or do you want to participate and you want to make a difference? And I, and I do. I really want to make a difference. And I've had the opportunity to uh, spend some time with these people and realize that they are really just committed and um, it's a beautiful thing and I want to be a part of it. So I will continue to do that. I will continue to spread that word. But if you have a second, please go over Organization Standing Together Benefits page on Facebook and go donate what you can. And of course, always remember that um, anything you you uh, you donate, it goes directly to the to the cause. I mean, these just go check it out. I mean, absolutely. It's just a, you know, it, it you almost wish that these people were, were were always around. You know what I mean? Like there was there was a lull there where a lot of these kids didn't have anybody that was looking out for them, especially with this whole the whole COVID thing and a lot of you know a lot of relationships got 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 torn apart. Like a lot of families were broken apart. You know these young children that you know were, were typically used to growing up in a in a home you know with mom and dad and, and obviously COVID came and went. Kids are. There's homeschooling. They're confused. They're they're not seeing their friends, and everything's on the phone. Everything's on the computer. And then kind of we kind of just dropped them right back in again. You know what I mean? We, we just kind of you know, nothing really. Just kind of just threw them right back into the mix. And how confusing is that? You know. And I think if you're a, an adult child, like if you're an older child, it's not as confusing. But I mean, what if you're five? What if you're six? What if you're seven? You know, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. That's a huge adjustment. Because you really spend, you know, obviously like pre-K, kindergarten, those are those that prepares you, that prepares you to be around, right, socially, other kids and how to function, um, and then you kind of lose that, like kids, kids at home, they're, they're behind a computer, they're really not focusing on what they're hearing, and then we just say, okay, back to school, everybody, and not only that, back to school, but you're gonna wear a mask while you're there, and. Really, that when you think of the long-term effects of that, I, I don't even think anybody's talking about it. I don't. I really don't. I don't think about it. Uh, I don't think people are are talking about it, and that's that's a problem. That's a huge concern. You know, there aren't enough there aren't enough guidance counselors in in the school systems to really really you know find out like what were the effects of this? Is anybody looking? Is anybody asking? Uh, you know, I. I speak to people, you know, I know people that, you know, are in the school system uh, and they mention that it, it's, it's a huge adjustment. I mean, even, you know, congratulations to the 2022 graduates. It's amazing that, you know, you made it. It's just a, especially through COVID. I mean, what a thing, what a, what a, what a story to tell, but you wonder um, what those long-term effects will be for our younger children or maybe those children that, you know, might not even realize that this psychologically kind of Right, because you just again, it's just it's tough. I think I think being home behind a computer as opposed to being in a classroom with your kids, I I'm not quite sure what that looks like. But I think we really need to focus on that. We really need to ask these kids how they feel. And I think you know when we when we take these kids 
and we put them in a situation where they have a voice, where they can where they can express themselves um, without any retribution. You know what I mean? Or 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 uh, any judgment. You know what I mean? It, really, honestly, I I think one creating an environment where that can happen is amazing, and two, allowing these kids to express to people um, what the effects were exactly of of what we had them do and and i don't i don't think that should be a secret but again i don't hear anybody talking about it so again if we can and i i actually reached out to justin yesterday i'd love to have justin and corinne come in again and maybe they can bring a guest with them and we can um and we can we can talk and we can really discuss i really want to talk about um what are some of the effects that that this has had I mean, even on the interaction level, like, right? Like recess, what's that like? You know what I mean? Um, I can't even imagine. I can't, I can't. I don't have any young kids. So for me, it was, um, I mean, I got my granddaughter, but she's got a minute. So um, I think she starts probably in September and things are a little different now. It's not as, uh, it's not as volatile as it was, you know, six months to uh, a year ago. So I'm hopeful. And I will tell you this, I have um, spoken to a couple of, um, Teachers, teachers, let's just say teachers, um, and they're real happy. They're excited. A lot of these, you know, a lot of teachers are excited to go back to work. I mean, there are obviously there are a few that <laughs> don't want to go back, but a lot of them are really excited and happy to be back in the in that environment and teaching again. So, hats off to our teachers, um, our educators, and everybody who, who who makes that happen. Because, really, honestly, that's the future of our of our existence is our kids. And uh, these people shape the minds of our kids every day. Remember, these kids spend a lot of time with these people. So make sure you know who they are. Uh, make sure you question everything. Uh, because at the end of the day, it's if, if, let me put it to you this way. You go to the bank, right? You put your money in the bank, right? You put direct deposit. Now you direct deposit your money in that bank. You want, you, you want to damn make sure that the bank is being responsible with your money, right? And that they're not just, you know, going out and partying and, you know, wolves of Wall Street, right? Like you don't that wouldn't that's not a good idea, right? So why wouldn't why wouldn't you care the same about the school system? Why wouldn't you care the same about the people that are shaping the minds of your children? That should be even more important than the money that you put in the bank, right? Seriously, peace of mind. Um and remember that you're that's what you're building. You're building the future. You're building the next generation. So um please do that. I mean I know it's kinda we talked about this for a little while, but it's just very, very important that uh, we provide the support. Again, we, we need to focus. We really need to focus on um, these kids because they need us. All right? Cool. All right. Listen, let's move on. Uh, listen, I uh, want to let everybody know that um, I will be considering um, maybe reaching out to some individuals and maybe uh, revitalizing um some old things. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I'm really thinking about it a lot and I know that I really, really miss it a lot. And I, I'm going to say it out loud because there's no secrets and I know Joe's in the show. So, um, I'd love to bring the disgruntled American podcast back. Uh, I just, I don't know what happened between us. Like not, 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 not us, not us personally. It was, there's never been anything between us personally, but we just, we just had such a great thing. And, uh, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed that a lot. You know, I really looked forward to every two weeks kind of getting together with the guys. And of course, life happens and things change. But I, I don't want to get everybody too, too excited. But I want everybody to know that um, I'm going to I'm going to work on that. You know, I, I just don't know how long it's going to take. And again, it's really up to Steve and Joe if they want to reunite and maybe do an episode and just see what happens. But uh, 
I thought about that. You know, it's like we had such a great thing and uh, such an amazing following, the audience. And I was looking at the stats again yesterday, and people still love the show. I mean, it's just it's 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 evergreen. It really is. People continue to listen to the DAP. They love it. And uh, the great thing is, if you go listen to those thirty episodes of the DAP, it's history. Everything that we everything that we forecasted, everything that we predicted happened. I mean, even to the point of of Kamala Harris becoming the vice president of America, even before she was even a consideration, she was still running for president. And Joe said it. Joe's like, "Hey, she's going to be the vice president." And sure enough, it happened. So I mean, like there were just moments like that that were just prolific. That we um, together, I think we have magic. We're we're just amazing. So I'm going to try to get that uh, rolling again because I'd really appreciate it. Um, other than that, guys, listen. I, I just I really wanted to get in today. I, I I got a lot going on. I got a super busy day. I got to head into the city. Got some things to organize. Um, but I just wanted to get on here today. I didn't want to I didn't want to miss the show today. I wanted to just get on here and and really yesterday I was on Facebook for the first time in a while, kind of going through things and just really seeing all of the all of the great things that are happening and the momentum and uh, and I feel like I, I've been missing out and I and I want to get I want to get back in there. I don't want to I don't want to lose out and I, I don't want to miss another moment. I want to be a part of everything. So uh, between working on what I'm working on, continuing to develop the show. I think uh, content-wise, there's a lot of things that I want to talk about, but I just want to kind of soft start. You know what I mean? I don't want to. I know even yesterday talking about gun control. I don't even know where that came from. It just I'm passionate about it. You know what I mean? And I just I'm tired about I'm tired of people creating narratives just to to spin their own right. Just don't do it. You know what I mean? Let's just talk in facts, especially when we're talking about the lives of people and children. Um, we can't. There can't be any hyperbole there. You know what I mean? Like you just they can't be. We got to speak in facts and realize and. That uh, the things that people are telling us just just it doesn't make any sense. And 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 if you go along with it, it's like you know what it is. It's almost as if people want to go to the extreme with this. Like they want to be the ones. You know what I mean? Like they want to be the ones that are going to be the ones to, right? Like all of it. All of, all of a sudden, like you just, and then you say to yourself, well, if the if this is if this is their if this is their mission, this is their mission, but. Wouldn't you want to fight for something that you absolutely know everything about? I mean, because most of the time, when you watch those videos, when they're out in the street and they're asking people, "Hey, what, what do you, what's this?" and what, and they have no idea. They have no clue. They literally have no idea. So, those are the things that you have to consider. Like they do, they don't even know why they're standing there. They're holding a sign. Is it because they're being like paid to be there, or like so? Right, so what's the point? So my my point in saying that is, you have a generation or a group of people out there that are fighting for a fight, and they don't even know what they're fighting for. And then, of course, whenever they're questioned about the things that they're fighting against, they can't have they don't have an answer. So again, that's that's really the fight here. Is really I think the people that the silent majority, <laughs> the silent majority are not silent anymore. Today, gas five dollars, all time high, like. Gas has never been this expensive. But then again, you can't sell electric cars if gas is cheap, right? So, I mean, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> but what do you do? So there's a lot of things that are going on around us that I think we just need to really stop and focus. You know what I mean? And, I, and I'm realizing it now as I'm becoming more clear-minded that uh, there's more going on in around me than just me. You know what I mean? That That we really need to be receptive to our neighbor's uh, when's the last time you went over to your neighbor's house and checked on your neighbor? 
and said, hey, how's it going? How you doing? How's everything? Yeah, COVID sucked, right? How about, how about that family member? We've mentioned this before. How about that family member? Are you guys talking? Are you speaking? Are you still mad at each other over this stupid COVID thing? Really, honestly. Because if you are, shame on you. Both of you. Absolutely both of you. Shame on you. There's, this, is, this is absolutely no reason why anyone should still be upset or angry with one another considering how far along we've come. Because the truth is obvious. And no matter how you want to spin it, I mean, you might have mud in your face, but do you really want to have mud in your face and never speak to the, your loved ones ever again? I mean, that's the silliest thing, right? To be on your deathbed and go, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I mean, there were people that lost family members who died in the hospital and never got to say goodbye. And here you are, right? Trivial bullshit about a disagreement that you saw things differently. And don't look at this as you were trying to kill my grandma. That's not the way to look at this. You know, you can't do that. People did things the way they did it because they wanted to. People did things because they thought it was best for them and best for their families. And at the end of the day, look around. We're all here. I mean, I'm sorry there were a lot of people that passed, but we're still here. We're still here. We're still moving forward. You know, tragedy happens all the time. It doesn't mean we change who we are. All we can do is try to appreciate and enjoy those moments that we have with those people that we love. But when we pretend like we're mad and angry about stupid shit that doesn't even matter anymore, I mean, listen, you're mad at your family member because of Dr. Fauci. Where's Dr. Fauci? Where's he at? Do you think he cares? Because he doesn't. He doesn't give a shit. So I'll let you sit there and think about that for a second. Because if you're mad, if you're mad, right after the podcast, when I'm done, pick up your phone and dial that number and just have a conversation. Don't even talk about it. Why even bother talking about it? It's stupid. It's gone. It's over. Call your brother, call your sister, call your mother, call your cousin, call your friend and say, man, hey, that was stupid and I'm sorry. And I, and I guarantee you, they'll be real happy to hear from you. And they might even throw a sorry back at you. But it doesn't matter. It just, you know, sew those relationships back up. Because it's it's needless. And, we, right, and you know what? More so now than ever before, we need each other. You need your family. You need your friends. And to be upset with each other over things like this, just, again, if you are, then it worked. The government did what they wanted to do. These powers that be that just wanted to stir this, the pot and just, yeah. And they would do it again in a heartbeat if they could. Don't let them. Don't let them. We're much stronger. We're evolving. We're better. We're stronger. We're smarter. And uh, it's like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Right? That's that's the bottom line. And regardless of how you stood with COVID, I, I don't hold it against you. Everybody did things because of their own needs. I know people that probably wouldn't have gotten the vaccination, but they had a family member that was ill, so they decided to get the vaccination and sacrifice, so that way they wouldn't, or, or in the thought or idea or that they wouldn't make that person sick. Think about that one, All right? It's not wasn't some pride thing. It wasn't some ah, I'm refusing. No, it's sometimes you you swallow your pride because of the ones that you love. You know what I mean? So, and there were a lot of people that didn't. So, either way. It's not our choice. It's not our. It's not our. It's not our point to to judge. We can't 
It's, it's not us. It's not, it's not us. So stop it. Forget about it. Call your family. Call your friends and tell them, I'm sorry. COVID sucked for everybody, including me. All right? Do that. If there's one thing today, do that. If, you, if you're at odds with anybody about it, then, then you need to make that call. Please. The summer's coming. You don't want to be mad at nobody. It's beautiful. It's beautiful out. We'll go to the beach, hang out, go to the pool, go swimming, cookouts. Right? You want to go cook out and be like feel awkward and weird? No, don't let it get there. And you don't want to make up at a cookout. Do it on the phone or call them and say, hey, meet me somewhere. Me and you. Mano y mano. Let's talk about this. And then you'll enjoy that cookout. It won't be awkward. It won't be unpleasant. And, and not only for you, but the people that are there. Because your spouse will know it. Your mom will know it. Your uncle, your aunt. Everybody knows that you guys are at odds. And they're just waiting for that moment to happen. So clear the air. Clear it. Don't carry it. It's baggage. Don't carry the baggage. Leave it behind. Do that. And I promise you, your life will be that much better for it. Really, honestly. I'm not mad at nobody. I should be. But I'm not. I don't have that energy in me anymore. I just want to do good. And the bottom line is, if you want to be a part of that, hop on. I got plenty of room. I have plenty of room on this train. Hop on. Let's do this. Let's change the world together. Let's make a difference every single day. Whatever that is, let's I don't I don't care. You know, I find myself out in public holding doors, helping people. Even that person that's across the room, all the way over there and at you. I'm like, "God bless you over there. You. Yeah, God bless you." Why? Cuz it matters. And people look at you like, "Wow, he went out of his way to say God bless you." Yeah, I did, cuz it's the right thing to do. We're all in this together. You know, we're all family. Seriously. You know what? Just real quick, some perspective. Do you know if you have blue eyes? If you have blue eyes, they can trace it back to one single person. They know who that person is. There was one person that had that blue eye trait. And now, how many people in the world have blue eyes? You see that? The truth of the matter of it is we're all in this together. Like we are all connected. We are all family. And you know, Bruce yesterday, Bruce, I he had an amazing post. And I read through the post and I kind of I, I I interpreted it as, you know, hey, look, we're all Americans first before we're black Americans, white Americans, Mexican Americans, like we're Americans. And then he came back and he said, you know, that's great, Bobby. He goes, but the point I was trying to make was we're all human first. And amen to that, brother. You are absolutely right. We are all human first. That's, that's, that's true. That is, I mean, it doesn't get any more real than that. We are all human first. Let's help each other. Let's look out for each other. And I'm telling you, those are the moments where success is inevitable. You can't, it, it just, there's nothing you can do about it. When you're out and you're helping people and you're involving, you're volunteering, or even in your communities with your family, those little moments, that's how we make the world a better place. That's how we make our communities successful healthy and happy is knowing who your neighbor is. Why won't you let your kid go outside and play? Ready? I'm going to blow your mind. Why won't you let your kid go outside and play? I'm serious. Like you're all here. Like parents. Why? Because you don't know your neighborhood. Because you don't know your neighbor. Because you don't know anybody. When I grew up, I grew up in my neighborhood. I knew everybody. My mom knew everybody. My dad knew everybody. My brother knew everybody. 
Like we, everybody in the neighborhood, like in a four block radius, we all knew each other. We did. And so that's why our parents didn't have a problem letting us go. I mean, not that we ever stayed in the neighborhood, but, but it was, it was almost like you had a, like, like, like a safe boundary and everybody's mom and everybody's dad, they, they looked out for us. And if we were doing something stupid, they, they'd make the phone call. <laughs> True story. When you hear this one, you'll laugh. Kids, my brother and I, walking along. I think we had our bikes, riding our bikes, kind of going up Home Street over towards Oak Grove Cemetery. And um, it was, I think it was, I think, I don't even know how I remember this. It was Tuesday, because Tuesday was trash day, because they would pick up the trash on Wednesday. So my brother and I were riding our bikes, and uh, we, we drove by these barrels, and on top of the barrels was this box. And I'll never forget, it was like a model. And it, it, you know what? And it wasn't even a... It wasn't even a full model. It was whatever the pieces were left. Like we opened the box and the, it was just like the pieces that were left, like they, they didn't use to build the model. And so my brother and I, we took it. It was trash. It was in the, in the garbage. Wouldn't you know we get a phone call? Um, <laughs> it was funny. I hear the phone ring and I might hear my mother. Huh? Like any, anybody who's Portuguese knows exactly what that sound is. And before we knew it, uh, we were getting the schnaller, my brother and I. Like, my mother was literally schnaller, giving us the schnaller, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And we're trying to figure out, and I'm, well, well, it turns out the neighbor called, and someone had seen us with the box, and they thought that we had stolen the box from their basement. <laughs> Apparently, they didn't know that their spouse threw the, the model out in the trash, and we took it, and somebody saw us walking with it and thought that we had taken it from her basement. And we, we got quite the beating for that. <laughs> we got kind of the schnaller. We got the schnaller. And um, it was shortly after that that uh, that we got another phone call, after the beating, of course, that um, it was a misunderstanding <laughs> and that we, we didn't steal anything. So uh, my point in saying that is that <clears throat> that was our neighbors, like looking out. Like it didn't, like you couldn't, even even trash, like we would take it and somebody's like, hey, your, your kids. So is anybody looking out for your kids? Is anybody out there looking? I Probably not. Probably not. And why is that? It's because you don't know your neighbors. I challenge you. Like, do, do you have a neighbor that you don't know? Do you? Is there a neighbor that like you might have waved maybe once or twice and just, why don't you take a walk over? Absolutely. Next time you have an opportunity, especially now with the weather so nice, somebody's cutting their grass or outside, go over. Hey, good morning. How are you? Hey, look, we never had an opportunity to introduce myself. I, I live right there. Yeah. Imagine. And now when you go on vacation, you know your neighbor's looking out for you, right? And you can do the same for them. When's the last time you asked your neighbor, hey, listen, I, I, I know you're going on vacation. Do you need me to check in on the house for you? Do you need me to water your plants? Maybe the cat needs some food, right? Why, 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 why wouldn't you do that for your neighbor? You're home anyway. Right? Those are the, and again, a lot of people don't even consider asking their neighbor because they don't know their neighbors. Me personally, like I know my neighbors. I love my neighbors. I think they're they're amazing people. They're a part of my life. I mean, literally, there are times that I might not be able to pick up AJ at work, and I, hey, can you do you mind? Yeah, absolutely, no problem. Like we help each other out. <laughs> That's what we do. It's like family. So I challenge you to, to just who are your neighbors? Who are you living with? Who is in your community? Find out. Find out because you might be surprised. And that's really, that's where opportunity comes from. Putting yourself in uncomfortable situations. I, I've made it a point that wherever I go, if I'm in a public place, I'm talking to somebody. I make it a point. I don't care. And I have yet to speak to someone who wasn't receptive, who who didn't return a smile. You know, even if it's a, a quick-witted comment. 
People appreciate that. I was in Chuchi's the other day. <laughs> I, of course, you know, I'm very patriotic. I had my American USA shirt on. And I wasn't even thinking. I'm shopping. I'm grocery shopping. I'm by myself. I'm putting stuff in the carriage. And this woman comes over to me and she's just, she's like, can you believe it? Can you believe it? And then she just goes on and on and on. And she's talking about the State of the Union. She's talking about everything. And I'm looking at her and I'm saying to myself, well, she felt comfortable enough to come up and talk to me. And, and, and it, literally, we were in the aisle for like a good 15 minutes discussing the current state of affairs. And we then we stepped away. We walked away from each other just fine. Like it was, and I saw her a couple more times throughout the store and kind of, we shared a smile, but I felt like we had a connection there for a second. It was great. And it's just, you know, you think about that and realizing that, you know, hadn't I, right? What a cool experience. So I challenge you. I I, I really do. I challenge you to, you know, when you're in a store and you're in line, kind of just standing there looking at the ground, you know what I mean? You have to lick a store, you got a case of beer in your hand, you're kind of sitting there in line waiting. Turn around, say hello to the person behind you. Say what's up. Or make a witted comment. That's what I do. And everybody in the line will laugh and now everybody's lighthearted and it's a good experience. I mean, I I just, listen, I want you, I want you to be the spark. That's that's the message today. I want I want you to light the fire. I want you to light the candle. If you're in a room and it's quiet and there are many of you, be the noise. <laughs> right? Be the noise. What, what do you got to lose? That somebody that you don't know is going to think that you're silly or that you're crazy? Okay. There's worse things. Or the other side of that is you make a new friend or you make somebody's day. It doesn't take much sometimes. It really doesn't. I was in a I was in a mobile gas station the other day, and um, the I was trying to use the pump, and it just I don't know, see attendant, see attendant. I'm like, jeez. Oh, so I walk inside, and the woman is in there, and you could tell she probably had worked like a 13 hour shift. She was a little tired, and I said, oh, you know, pump. Uh, and she's like, yeah, I've been having trouble with it all night. She's like, I've had to go out there. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, is there something I could do? Is it? She's like, well, if you want, if you just want to hit the reset button, and I'll let you know. I said. Absolutely. And so I did. I went out there. She communicated me with the little speaker. And then I pushed a button. And before you knew it, I was pumping gas. Um, and then when I was finished, I went back in the store and I, I said, hey, I, I really appreciate you helping me out. And she kind of looked at me strange. I said, no, I really, I, I appreciate you taking the time to do it with me because I would have just left and went to another gas station. She says, no. She goes, I appreciate you helping me out. And it, and I looked at her and I said, you know what? You have beautiful eyes. And she did. She had beautiful hazel eyes. And she lit right up. She literally lit right up. So it's it's 11 o'clock at night. She's in a gas station. She's been working all day. And a customer comes in, is having trouble with the pump, but before he leaves, gives you a compliment and tells you how hey, you're great. I hope I made her night. And she did have beautiful eyes. <laughs> but I do, I do hope I made her night because she deserved it. And that's those are the moments I'm talking about. Those are the moments that you need to that you need to share. Like be the spark. Don't don't be the don't be the plug in the room. Right? Like why? Like even in the waiting room. I was at doctors. I in the waiting room. I'm just you know, something comes on the TV and you make a comment. Like it's just and people people want to interact with each other. It's amazing. You you you'd be amazingly surprised. There are a few people that are probably, you know, introverts and, and won't, maybe might but they'll always smile. They'll always smile, they'll always acknowledge. 
Imagine, imagine, imagine how that would change your life. Imagine how many times you had that opportunity and you didn't take it to just say hello to someone, meet somebody new. And because people go out of their way literally and they'll walk and just kind of look in the other direction just, just to avoid a conversation. That's sad. That's not good. So if there's one message today, everybody, please be the spark in the room. Be the noise. Be the light. I'm, I'm telling you, just, just give it a shot. That, that's today's challenge. Just give it a shot. Find yourself in a public place with, with people you don't know and just try to interact. Say something nice. Give somebody a compliment. Someone told me the other day and completely, um, and I'm only going to share this with you. I normally wouldn't, but I just want the example. Somebody walked up to me and said, wow, you're really handsome. <laughs> I was like so taken away by that. And, and, and I'm not saying that for any other reason, but how great it made me feel. I, I really, honestly, would to hear somebody say to you, you know, unsolicited, hey, you're really handsome. It felt really good. It felt really, really good. And the idea that it came from somebody that I didn't know made it feel even better. So imagine, imagine that, that you can give somebody that. Somebody you don't even know. And here I am like four days later and I'm, I'm telling you about how, how special I felt when I heard that. So, I'm not talking shit. I'm talking real. Do that for me today. Do it for yourself. Take that opportunity. And you know what? Um, I told you, I'm reading The Fred Factor. And I keep, I, I want to mention it. That, you know, and that, because that book is really about the detail and taking that little extra step. It's easy to tell somebody and give them directions. It's another thing to actually walk them there and take them where they need to go. And one of the examples was, was perfect. You go to the hospital, right? Someone's ill. So you go to the hospital and you go to the desk and you say, hey, so-and-so. And they say, oh yeah, they're in room 1281. Uh, oh, and you're like, okay. And you say, oh, go down the hall, take the elevator, second floor on the right. You're like, okay. I, from personal experience, I suck at hospitals. I get lost. I have no idea where I'm going. And when I go to a hospital, I always feel like I'm I'm in a place I shouldn't be. Like I'm in a restricted area. You know what I mean? Like I, it's a dark hallway and I'm opening doors. I'm like, gee, should I even be here? I don't even... Imagine if now that person had said, you know what? Um, just wait one second. I'm going to get somebody to come down here and they'll have them walk you up. Because now I'm already concerned, right? My loved one's in the hospital. I have a lot of emotion. I'm not thinking clearly. And the idea that someone would take the time to say, hey, let me escort you to your loved one so you don't get lost in the hospital and you don't get anxiety. Those are those little things that make a huge difference, guys. You know, maybe it isn't, maybe maybe it is like, hey, groceries, yeah, let me carry that for you. I can't see anybody struggle and neither should you. And that really is fundamentally what we are. We're human. We're really, we're human. And we really do want to help each other out. And people are just caught up in their own bullshit. In their own thoughts and ideas. But that doesn't mean that you can't be that special person. That doesn't mean that you can't. Right? You can. I know you can. Because if I can, you can. So that's what I do. Today, that's what I want you to do. I want you to, I want you to start a conversation in a room. Maybe give somebody a compliment. Whatever you choose, whatever it is, 
Just interact with a stranger. And if it's a compliment, it's a compliment. And I just, I want you to, to, to just absorb the reaction and then share it with me, please. The Bobby Kudo Show at gmail.com. Send me a message. Call me, 508-475-9499. Leave a message. Tell me your story. I'll play it on the show. I would love nothing more than to have your story to tell. So, so make sure you do that. It takes two seconds. Even on Facebook, if you want to shoot me a message, tell me about an interaction. Tell me about a, a moment. I've shared a couple of with you. And I, I'm, I'm just, to me, it's, it's normal for me now. I can't even, I can't even, I can't even help it. Like if I'm out and I have something to say or something, to say, I, I say it. And I'm not saying here that I'm saying things I shouldn't say. I'm just, I just, my point is that I don't stand in a room with people quietly. I'm just not going to do that anymore. It's pointless. And if I have an opportunity to meet somebody new and a new friendship, a new conversation, I was in uh, Hobby Lobby. <laughs> Last story and then we're out. I was in Hobby Lobby about a week ago and um, kind of walking this, you know, kind of looking, there's so much, and I, and I just, for whatever reason, I see this gentleman, uh, an older gentleman with a hat on, kind of military, and uh, right away he makes the comment about, you know, the wife shot, and, and you know what, and I reacted, and we, look, I stood there with him for a good 25 minutes he told me all about his career he told me what he used to do he was a police officer in Cambridge <laughs> he was a police officer of Harvard Square in Boston and the things that he told me were like just awesome 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 like I would have never had an opportunity to hear that from somebody who was law enforcement in the 60s guys you guys remember the riots in the 60s this guy was there he was a police officer told me all about it. It was amazing. I mean, from the horse's mouth. I mean, I read about it. You can read about it. The Boston riots, you can read about it. Yeah, read about it all you want. I met the guy. <laughs> I talked to him. He told me like verbatim what it was like to be on that line, to see all those people. To, you know what I mean? And hadn't I interacted with him that morning, that moment, I, I would have never experienced that. So... Hats off to you, Stan. My buddy, Stan. I almost went back to ask him for his phone number because I wanted to see him again. And um, I did go back around and I think he had already left. But I would have, Stan, if you're out there and you're listening, buddy, I would have loved to have gotten your phone number and uh, call you my friend. Because I, I mean, literally shook hands and it was just an amazing experience. So I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to leave you with that because those interactions, like I yet to have a negative positive, a negative uh, interaction. They are all, they have all been positive. So be the spark today. All right. Be the light, be the spark, start a conversation and share that with me. Please let me know. I want to know because everybody needs to know we're all in this together. The reason we are here is collectively to do great things. The reason why you listen to the show is because you want to hear me tell you that you know what you are. I don't have to tell you what you are. You're amazing. You matter. That's all true. That's not, I'm not making things up. I'm not just saying things to make you feel better. You're beautiful. You matter. You're amazing. Anything you've done in your past is in your past. Let it go. The only, the only person holding you responsible for that is you. Let it go. Don't, don't carry it anymore. Let go of the baggage. It's just holding you down. It's slowing you down. And it's making you angry. 
You're meant for so much more. We all are. But ultimately, it's about those moments. It's about sharing these experiences with each other. And if we choose to just stand in line and not say anything, and just, then, then you're just going to stand there. But if you choose to interact and, and mingle and talk to people like just anybody, you're going to be really surprised, super surprised. And with that said, everybody, I thank you so very much for being here. Please, if you haven't done so, go over to the Patreon. Please subscribe. Um, I haven't got any, so I don't know what's going on, you guys. Like, I need a Patreon. We need a couple of Patreons. So go over to Patreon. Uh, if you go to the thebobbycudoshow.com, the website, Patreon pops up right away. Just go in there and subscribe. Two bucks a month, and it just really helps pay for the uh, the expense of the show. Um, if you could, like I said, send me an email, thebobbycudoshow at gmail.com. Uh, I'd love to hear about your experiences, especially today's challenge, which is go out and, and interact with a stranger. I would love to hear that. You guys could call in maybe tomorrow. We could share that story. I would love to because I know, believe me in my heart, I know it. You're going to love it. You're not going to regret it. All right? I hope you have a wonderful one. And uh, I'll be here tomorrow. And we'll uh, we'll back at it. I think tomorrow I'm a little more content. I think today was just kind of, again, I just wanted to vent a little bit and just really talk about that experience uh, with you guys uh, as far as you know mingling with other people. So take care. Have a wonderful day. And remember, everybody, <laughs> all roads lead here. Love the chase and the hunt, and I set the pace when I'm running. I always take what I want, and I always give it 100. Don't need a bank, no, I'm funded. Play the game like it's nothing. I'm always thankful for something. Don't take for granted, stay humble. Now wake up, it's time to look at the enemy. Look in the mirror if he is no friend to me. It's not working out, maybe it's the chemistry. It's time to break up so I can make a better me. Better believe in your mind, cause it's everything. You can mold, shape, find anything all it takes is some time and some clarity to find your identity it's mind over everything when i feel like this i'm immortal when i feel like this
aftermath when I hate, I attack.